bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Living Word with Pastor Mensah Otobu. And now, today's word. After such a great month, from we start from June 23rd till now, it's been just spiritual focus. Uh, you know, normally after such a powerful time, the, the question is, what next? What should we do next? So, my message, if you will want to give it a title, and it's not even a message uh, in the sense of a full-blown message, but just an encourage I want to give you this morning. If you want to give it a title, it's, what next? What next? After greater works, what next? As of, after 40 days of power, what next? We can continue fasting for the rest of our lives. Can we? No, we can't continue fasting. We have to uh, resume the routines of our lives. We can't be at Greater Works Conference for the rest of our lives. We have to uh, get uh, to do other things with our lives. You can't come to church every day. You have to do other things. So what next? What should we do? And, and many times when we have had uh, such a, a major spiritual experience, uh, sometimes we want to stay in the same place. You remember when Jesus Christ uh, was transfigured before uh, his disciples, Peter, James, and John, on Mountain of Transfiguration. And it was such a glorious time, I'm sure far more glorious than greater works, because this is, Jesus was there himself, and the glory of the Lord was upon him. His countenance changed, his clothing changed, and in that short period, they, they experienced for a moment heaven on earth. A divine visitation. So after everything was done, Peter, James, and John, and Peter spoke for all of them. He says, sir, we don't want to go back to normal life. We don't want to go back to normal life. We want to stay here. So let, let us build three tabernacles here. However, he got the idea. I don't you know where he got the idea from. But let's build three tabernacles here. One for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses. Because we want to tabernacle here. But Jesus says, no, we don't stay here. We go down because we are on the mountain having an experience. But there are people having problems in the valley. And they went out down and there was a demon possessed person who needed help. And Jesus went to give help to that father and, and, and his son. So uh, there are people who want to tabernacle and stay in the same place. But that's not how life works. You don't have one experience and, and have it forever. It's like having a wedding. And then after your marriage, you, st- you st- always want to have your wedding again. Because you like your wedding. So every Monday or every Saturday, you go and wear your wedding clothes and play the wedding match. And, and just, if you're a lady, you just, you know, uh, walk your way and just have fun. And, and, and anytime your marriage is in trouble, you go and wear your wedding clothes and, it's not, that's not how it's going to work. You, you have wedding once. The rest is called marriage. The rest is called marriage. And, 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 and uh, marriage is, is tough. It's not always going to be cakes and gowns and, and music and everybody praising you and everybody being happy for you. People are going to be angry with you. Maybe your husband may be angry. Your wife may be angry. The kids will come and trouble you. Fees have to be paid. Food has to be prepared. 
The landlord rejects you. And they forget that you, you, you just had your wedding. The landlord is not going to say, oh, you just had a glorious wedding and so uh, the rent is for free. No, they're going to charge you the rent. You go back to normal life. So you can't keep having that experience forever. And that's what we have to understand. That spiritual experiences are for a certain season of our lives. But we can't have the same thing forever. So what next? And I'm going to talk about uh, something we should do uh, in order to keep the momentum of what we have experienced. Exodus chapter 13 verse 3. Exodus chapter 13 verse 3. And Moses said to the people, remember this day. In which you went out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. For by strength of hand the Lord brought you out of this place. No unleavened bread shall be eaten. But I want you to note the word, remember this day. Somebody say remember. Now God delivered Israel from Egypt. It was a once in a lifetime experience. He didn't deliver them every day. They were delivered once, and that's it. There was no further deliverance after that. But Moses says, remember it. Remember it. So, we've had a great experience. How do we live from now on? We have to remember it. And I'm going to talk about three things you should remember from now onwards as you live your life. And those are the next things we're doing. First... Remember how you felt in the presence of the Lord. Remember how you felt in the presence of the Lord. Anytime we come into the presence of the Lord, something happens to us. And when it is happening, it happens in a moment. So when you want to remember how you felt in the presence of the Lord, you have to remember the moments. The moments you shared in the presence of the Lord. The times you shared in the presence of the Lord. So remember the moments. Remember uh, when God visited you. Because God's visitation comes in moments. It could be a moment of prayer. A moment of worship. Or a moment that something catches your eye. It could even be a moment when something was done. So if you were here for greater works. There were moments. When praise was high and you just knew this is God. But the thing about moments is that they are not permanent. And no matter how much you want to repeat a moment, it's impossible. You 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 can't repeat the moment when you really fell in love with a girl you were going to marry and propose to her. You can't repeat that moment. Because I know when I propose to this girl here. I can't repeat that moment. It's gone. I know the spot. I know how I planned it. I know how I felt. But that moment is gone. I can't take her to to the same spot And go through the same motions again. Because now I'm even older and my words have changed. So I can't do the same thing all over again. But I can remember. And I remember that's what I'm talking to you about. So it is when we come into the presence of God. We have glorious moments. 
But the moment will pass. But you must remember that moment. And in remembering the moment, you must remember the experience. Maybe it was a moment when all of a sudden you just felt overwhelmed by the presence of God. And you knew God is in this place. Oh, I I feel so joyful. And some of you during greater words, you felt a joy you've never felt before. You were so happy you felt your heart was going to burst. But it's a moment. It's an experience. It's gone. But you have to remember it. Now why do you have to remember it? Because when you come out of a divine or a spiritual experience, you're going to have to use that moment to fight the rest of your warfare. So you have to remember how you felt in the presence of the Lord. You have to remember the moment. You have to remember the experiences. And each one of us is carrying something with us. Even if you were not here at Greater Works, uh, probably you saw the pictures. Or somebody told you, catch that moment in your memory. Not reenact it, not do the same thing over again, but you have to remember it. So first, we remember how we felt in the presence of the Lord. Second, you have to remember what the Lord said to you. You have to remember what the Lord said to you. What did God speak to you about? What word ministered to you? Was there a moment when you felt God is really speaking to me? Remember what God said to you. Remember the word. Maybe somebody was preaching and he said something and you just felt, this is for me. It's almost as if God did an x-ray of me or an MRI of me and now is pinpointing a situation in my life. A word that is directed at me. So you have to remember what God said you remember by the word or the words and, and how you felt when those words were coming to you because in a major conference, in a major event, God speaks to us through different people at different times. And sometimes a message can be going on and you, you just feel good about it. It's, it's nice, it's good, it's, it's a good preaching. But it's, it's not kicking you. It's not resonating. And then somewhere in the message, a phrase comes. And almost as if uh, you were being hit by something. You just felt, this is for me. Remember that. Because you're going to do warfare with that word. God gave you that word for the moment. But the impact of it will be for a lifetime. You receive the word in a moment, but the impact is for a lifetime. It's like marriage. You marry in a moment, I do. And the moment passes, but the impact of that moment is for a lifetime. If you marry for 60 years, 70 years, you marry once. But the impact of the moment stays with you for 60 years or 70 years. The same way. When you have an experience with God and with the word of God and God speaks to you, he speaks in a moment. But the impact 
is for a lifetime. So something you heard last week is going to live with you for the rest of your life. Something God spoke to you last week is meant for the rest of your life. An open that God gave to you is meant for a lifetime. So remember what God said to you. And remember the vision he gave to you. Because God speaks to us in word and in vision. In word and in vision. In word and in vision. When God speaks to you in word, you hear it. When God speaks to you in vision, you see it. And when God speaks to you in a vision, you see your future. You see how things are going to be. You see the breakthrough. You see the open door. You see the access. You see all the things that are lying ahead of you. So I don't know how God ministered to you last week, but I heard the word of God. I preached it and I heard it too. Not only that, I saw what God wants to do with my life, with this church, with ICGC, in the future. In a moment, I saw it. This is what God is going to do. This is what God is showing me. Was there a moment where you could see a picture of how things are going to be in the future? When you go back to the reality of your life, don't forget the word and don't forget the vision. Because the word and the vision is what you're going to use from now on to do your warfare. You have to remember it. And remembering must always be deliberate and intentional. If you're going to live for God, it has to be deliberate. It has to be intentional. Sometimes you don't feel like doing something, but you have to do it anyhow. Because God wants you to do it. You don't feel like praying, but you pray anyhow. You don't feel like reading the Bible, reread the Bible anyhow. You don't feel like getting up to move on, you get up and move on anyhow. It's intentional, it's deliberate. Because you have heard a word from God and you have seen a vision from the Lord. How many of you truly believe that God spoke to you in the past 40 days, in the past 5 days? How many of you really believe that? Oh, do it like, okay. You believe God spoke to you? Did you have a word? Did you write the word down? Do you have it written somewhere? Did you catch a glimpse of something God wants to do with your life? You know, because sometimes you look at your life and you look and everything is black. Everything is dark. And then at a certain point, sitting in a service, the Holy Spirit begins to minister to you and everything looks bright for you. You just see it. You just see this thing will be done. That will be done. You see, God will do this. You, you, you just see it. It's so real to you. It's God giving you a vision. One of the work of the Holy Spirit is not just to speak to us, but to give us a vision. Paint a new picture of our future before us. And I don't know what picture God has painted before you, but capture that picture. And don't lose it. Because sometimes you're going to go through the dark again. But whilst you're going through the dark, you remember the picture God showed you. I like quoting Corrie ten Boom. Corrie ten Boom was uh, a Dutch woman of God. 
one of the great leaders in the uh, 1960s and 1970s, and uh, when we were young Christians, we all read the book of Corrie ten Boom. Corrie ten Boom uh, and her sister were prisoners under Hitler's Nazi regime. They were in concent- concentration camps. And uh, they went through dark, dark hardships. But God delivered her, and she became a great preacher after that. And Corrie Boone says, You must always remember in the dark what God told you in the light. Remember in the dark or in the darkness what God told you in the light. What did she mean by that? She meant that before you entered the darkness, God gave you light. God spoke to you. So when when God says to you, for example, I am with you, my son. I am with you. And then you go through a moment where you feel everything is against you. You are now in the dark. But before you got to feeling that everything is against you, God had already prepared you and said, I am with you. That is his message in the light. And then you go through the dark. Remember what he said to you before the darkness came. Now, much of what God says to you is preparing you ahead of time. So, God says, I will give you the victory when there is no battle. So, when you get to the battle, you remember he said, I will give you the victory. Because many times God tells you about things when the things are not happening. He tells you about things when things are not happening. I will heal you. Or I am the Lord, your healer. And you say, Lord, but I'm not even sick. I don't have any sickness. He's spoken to you in the light. The darkness of sickness may come. And when it comes, remember, he already said, I am the Lord, your healer. I will prosper you. You say, but I don't even have a financial need. Because there will come a time when you will remember in the dark what God spoke to you in the light. His word always anticipates the challenge ahead of us. Much of what you have heard will speak to you in the moment, but it is also a reference of a victory that is going to come ahead of you. And when you go through the dark and you go through doubt and you go through challenges and your mind is playing tricks on you, remember what God said to you. Remember the word he spoke to you. Remember the vision he gave to you and hold on. Don't lose the word. Don't lose the vision. Don't lose it. No matter what happens. Things may get worse in the world, in Ghana. We don't control the economy of Ghana. Some people else do. And sometimes they don't do a good job. But God always does a good job. God always does a good job. So when it fails naturally, God already prepared us supernaturally. And remember in the dark what God told you in the light. And that is why I believe it will be well with you. I believe it will be more glorious. I believe you are going to get it all. 
I believe you will not faint. You will not faint. You will not faint. You will not faint. I believe you have the victory. How do I know? Because God told us about this before the battle. So remember how you felt in the presence of God. Remember what God said to you. And finally, remember what you said to God. Remember what you said to God. In every spiritual encounter, we say things to God. And many times, what we say to God is based on how we feel in his presence. Is based on what he has said to us. And based on that, we also say something. And whatever we say is based on determination, based on faith. God speaks to you, you speak back and you say, I will make it. I will not give up. This situation will turn out well for me. Now, when you say those things in an atmosphere of faith, undergirded by the Holy Spirit, it is very powerful. So remember what you said. Did you say you will fail? Did you say last week, did you say, oh, this thing, I don't think I'll make it. Did you ever say that? What did you say? Remember what you said? Remember when the praise team was, was leading and, and the things you were saying, I have overcome. Remember all the things you said? Remember them. Because when the battle gets tough, you have to remember what you said to God. I trust you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. I believe you have done it. I rest in you, Lord. I know you will make a way for me. Remember what you said. Remember what you declared to the Lord. So after such a powerful spiritual experience, everybody I've spoken to me or who has spoken to me says, this is the greatest, greater works we've ever had. Everybody says that. And everybody is saying it from a point of view. If I say the greatest, greater works, there's a reason why I'm saying it. When you say the greatest, greater works, there's a reason why you're saying it. Everybody's saying it because of something they felt. How they felt in the presence of the Lord. That's why you're saying that. Sometimes you can't even put your finger on it, but you felt some way. Don't forget that. Why are people saying the greatest, greater words? Because you heard something. Saw something. Don't forget that. Why are you saying the greatest, greater words? Because you said something. Not only did God speak to you, but you spoke back. And you made declarations and you made confessions. And whilst you were making it, you felt like a giant stepping on ants. Every problem you had looked like an ant in front of you. Remember that. Remember it. Remember how you felt. Remember what God said to you. Remember what you said back to God. There is always a guarantee accompanying an experience with the Holy Spirit 
what God says and what we say. There is always a guarantee because whatever God does is forever. God's word will surely come to pass. God's word will surely come to pass. I can guarantee you that God's word will surely come to pass. But there will be some battles. And the battle is designed to give you victory. Because every testimony is encased in warfare. You have to crack the warfare to get the victory, the testimony. It's like, you know, when we were kids, we used to crack uh, uh, palm, palm kennel. I don't even know why kids do that. But we, we eat palm kennel. And, uh, you know, dried palm kennel, you pick them, go and get a stone and crack it. And I don't even know whether that thing is nice, but it was good for us. And the sweetest of the palm kernel is the one which is very white, whitish. You crack it and it's white. Heaven has visited you. <laughs> All your friends are running after you trying to take your palm kernel from you. Or what people call the uh, African almond. We say it's some people's granite. <laughs> oh God, help us. <laughs> Our granite here is no good. Some people's granite. Okay. But, but when you crack that thing, there's always a nice delicacy inside. And if you want the delicacy, you have to crack it. And this season, God has given you the hammer and the stone to crack it. Whatever palm kennel comes your way, you will crack it. No matter what hardship is coming, you will crack it. Somebody say, I will crack it. And how are we going to crack it? With how we fell to the presence of the Lord, what God said to us, and what we said back to God, that is our stone, that is our hammer. That is our weapon and is going to crack everything that is hard. Because within that hard kennel is our testimony, is our story, is our victory. And we're going to get to it. We're going to take of it. We're going to eat of it. We're going to celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Get ready because you are going to enter a season of supernatural manifestations in your life. You will experience testimony. Get ready. Write down your testimony. Because every day from tomorrow will be a testimony. Every day will be a testimony. Things that were impossible will become possible. Doors that were shut will be closed. People who said no will say yes. Because God is turning things around for your good. He has already gone ahead of you. He has given you the feeling, a foretaste of glory divine. He has already given you his word about what he's going to do. You've already pronounced the word of the Lord. Now get ready to crack the nut because there is a testimony awaiting you. And for everything you have believed and everything God spoke to you about and everything God showed you and every feeling you had, 
May the Lord bring you the full manifestation in your life. May the Lord give you the full manifestation in your life. Your testimony will not be aborted. Your story will not be cut short. Your expectation will not be cut short. What God said will happen will happen. What God showed you will be done in the name of Jesus. So Lord, we affirm today that we remember. Everybody just stand up and just talk to the Lord and remind yourself. Remind yourself of the presence of the Lord, of the word of the Lord, and your own testimony. Just remind yourself. Lift up your hands to God and and just talk to him and say, Lord, I will not forget what you showed me. I will not forget what you spoke to me. I will not forget how I felt in your presence. I will not forget what I declared with my mouth. I will not forget it. I take it by faith. I hold on by faith. I proclaim them by faith. They are mine. They are mine. They are mine. They, they are mine. The testimony is mine. The favor is mine. The goodness is mine. I thank you, Lord, for full manifestation of everything you have promised. In Jesus' name. If you truly believe that, why don't you give the Lord a mighty clap? Amen. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. And one way not to forget is revisit the messages. Get all those messages. Get them in your car. Get them wherever you go. Keep listening and listening and listening and listening and listening and listening. From now to the end of the year, you have to live in the memory of what God has given to you. Because it is in it that you have your victory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the name of God. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebe, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebe. Email otebe at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.